presenting this month's special series, Focus on Children's Health, on ReachMD, XM160, the channel for medical professionals. Focus on Children's Health is supported by Genzyme Corporation, researching the most challenging areas of medical need. Learn more about one of the world's leading biotechnology companies at Genzyme.com. Your host is Bruce Japson, healthcare reporter for the Chicago Tribune. As the health reform law breaks down hurdles to medical care coverage until it is fully implemented in 2014, the nation's children will be among the first benefactors in this, the first year of the law's implementation. And joining me today is Ron Pollack. Mr. Pollack is the founding executive director of Families USA, a Washington-based advocacy group for healthcare consumers. Mr. Pollack and research from Families USA are regularly cited by members of Congress, the media, and state and local lawmakers across the country on everything from the uninsured, Medicare and Medicaid, to prescription drug and long-term care issues. Mr. Pollack is a noted author and public speaker, and his expertise is called upon by many. As one example, Mr. Pollack was a appointed in 1997 by President Clinton as the sole consumer representative on the Presidential Advisory Commission on Consumer Protection and Quality in the healthcare industry. Prior to his work at Families USA, Mr. Pollack was the dean of the Antioch School of Law. He received his law degree from New York University, where he was an Arthur Garfield Hayes Civil Liberties Fellow. We're so glad to have him joining us from his offices in Washington. Ron Pollack, welcome to ReachMD Radio on XM160, the channel for medical Professionals. Well, thank you, and thanks for that warm introduction. I'm tempted to say thanks for your restrained objectivity. <laughs> well, you know what? I've known your group and your work for many years in my work at the Chicago Tribune and before that, Modern Healthcare Magazine. So I've been writing about this stuff for 17 years, and I remember seeing you the first time when the Clintons were trying to get health care reform passed, which seems like an eternity ago, but it was 17 years ago. One of the things that's going away is this whole effort by insurance companies to deny people have pre-existing conditions. And a lot of people, even as closely as they might have followed the debate, don't realize that there are benefits for children this year. And if you could tell us a little bit about that problem and why it's going away. Well, the legislation that passed Congress in March is truly historic and it will bring about major improvements in the healthcare system. But those things cannot be implemented overnight. You know, even when you think about on the other side of the age spectrum, when Congress passed legislation on Medicare that added a prescription drug program, you know, it's a whole lot smaller in terms of the undertaking than what we're doing here that really spans the generations. And yet that passed in 2003 and was implemented in 2006. So some of the key reforms actually get implemented by the states by 2014. But the Congress and and the president wanted to make sure that some things could be in place earlier so that some people could get some significant improvements in the health coverage and care that they receive. And it becomes a foretaste, if you will, about uh, what is likely to come later on. It's, It's a confidence builder that some of the broader reforms that will be implemented in 2014 really will be implemented well. Now, for kids... There are a couple of rather notable things. For children who have not yet reached the age of 26, they are going to be able to stay on their parents' policy if their parent allows them to. But insurance companies will now enable parents to continue 
their kids in coverage. Remember that those who are under 26 years of age, they may be in college or they may be in an entry-level job, and entry-level jobs are less likely to have employer-provided health care coverage. And so that's going to be a significant improvement. And some of the insurance companies, thankfully, have agreed to implement this earlier than even the required provision in the legislation. Now, in addition to that, one of the uh, things that uh, health reform is designed to do is to stop the situation where the people who need health care the most are the ones least capable of getting health care because they are denied coverage from an insurance company because insurance companies are less interested in insuring somebody who has a high predictability of, of having claims. And so ultimately, in 2014, insurance companies are going to have to stop denials of coverage due to pre-existing conditions. They're going to have to stop discriminating in terms of premiums based on health status and gender. They are going to have to eliminate lifetime and annual caps so those people who need health care the most aren't left on the cold when they've reached some magic number. So there are a number of things in the legislation that I think are going to be very helpful. They can't be implemented overnight. But for children who are the least expensive group, because they are less likely to have a health care need than a senior citizen, the exclusion due to pre-existing conditions, that will be implemented early. And that's a very welcome change. And it means that many kids who are currently shut out of the system but who desperately need care will be able to get care. And it's not a small number. I mean, your group did an exhaustive report on pre-existing conditions, and we're talking 5 million Americans under the age of 19 with a pre-existing medical condition until this kicks in can be denied coverage. I want to underscore one thing about that number. You know, the overall number when you go beyond youngsters but below 65 years of age, because anyone 65 or older is eligible for and likely to be participating in Medicare. Nationwide, it's the number is 57.2 million. But whether you're looking at the kids' number, which is, of course, smaller. But that's a lot. That's it, a is a, it is a lot. But I want to underscore one thing. The numbers that we're citing in this discussion are those with diagnosed pre-existing conditions. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And those people who don't have health coverage and who feel they can't afford going to a doctor and having a checkup and getting diagnostics uh, dealt with, they tend not to be included in the number. So this is actually a conservative number. If you're new to our channel and you're just joining us, you're listening to ReachMD Radio on XM160, the channel for medical professionals. I'm Bruce Japson, your host. And joining me today is Mr. Ron Pollack, who's the founding executive director of Families USA, which is a Washington-based advocacy group for healthcare consumers. And we're talking about some of the benefits in the health care reform bill for children. And we were just talking about this whole idea of pre-existing conditions. And for physicians, this is key, physicians now are going to have customers that are going to have more choices. And you were talking about in your report where we talk about 5 million kids, but those are just diagnosed. And there are probably a lot of kids out there just like adults who aren't seeing physicians. So this is going to be something new for the physician community to deal with. Yeah, and the reason I kept on underscoring the word diagnosed, you know, those are the only data we have are, are those who have a diagnosed pre-existing condition. We don't know how many additional people 
have undiagnosed pre-existing conditions because they couldn't afford going to a doctor, couldn't afford getting uh, various tests. So clearly the number is substantial. And if we're going to have a health care system, certainly you want to get the people who need health care the most included in that system. And health reform is going to take us very significantly in that direction. And the other thing that I find interesting is a lot of the folks who were not in favor of health reform, especially when you're talking about children, they'd say, well, you know, most kids get coverage because various states have the CHIP program, which the government funded and so forth. But in large part, the physicians who treated these kids, they would have been getting paid lower reimbursement from Medicaid, and that would have limited their choices, and therefore, it would have limited their quality of care, wouldn't it have? I'd actually emphasize yet another matter. I rejoice at the fact that the Children's Health Insurance Program exists, and I rejoice that the Medicaid program exists. But taking how those programs relate to kids, there are right now somewhere between 8 and 9 million kids who are uninsured, according to the last Census Bureau data, which are for the calendar year 2008. Many of those folks are eligible. Those kids are eligible for CHIP or the Medicaid program. But unlike Medicare, which is considered a so-called entitlement program, meaning anybody eligible, if they present themselves, they get covered. That's not true of the Children's Health Insurance Program. It is a capped program. It is, in effect, a, a block grant program. And so the states get a certain amount of money. That amount of money is less than the number of kids who are uninsured in the state. And as a result, you've got something like 6 million of the 8 to 9 million kids who are uninsured who are actually eligible for this public coverage but are not receiving it. And as good as the Children's Health Insurance Program is and as helpful as Medicaid has been since 1965, there are limitations in terms of who gets covered. And what can the healthcare providers, physicians in particular, how will they benefit from this and what should they look for? Well, first of all, I think that healthcare providers will get helped enormously by a key emphasis of people gaining coverage. Now, what the Congressional Budget Office tells us, their estimate is that the health reform legislation is going to expand coverage to about 32 million people who are uninsured. What the Congressional Budget Office does not say explicitly, but we know is true because we've seen analyses that result in, in CBO's reports, is that the number of people currently uninsured who will become newly eligible for help, help meaning they become newly eligible for expanded Medicaid, they become eligible for a new thing, they can get coverage in a marketplace that will exist in each of the states, that marketplace is going to be called an exchange. And in that exchange will be arrayed a wide variety of different plans that people can select from. And anybody in a household with income below 400% of the poverty level, and let me explain what that is, the 400% of poverty for a family of four is $88,200 in annual income. So we're talking about middle-class people. They will be eligible for subsidies in order to pay for their premiums. And moreover, the lower income you are, the greater protection you're going to have in out-of-pocket costs beyond the premiums, things like deductibles and co-payments. So 
we're going to see significant improvements in terms of people's ability to access coverage and therefore care. Well, with that, I'd like to thank Ron Pollack, who's been our guest. He is the founding executive director of Families USA, advocacy group for healthcare consumers based in Washington. And we've been talking about benefits for children in this first year of the healthcare reform law. And I'd like to thank Mr. Pollack for joining us. You've been listening to Focus on Children's Health on ReachMD XM160, the channel for medical professionals. Focus on Children's Health is supported by Genzyme Corporation, researching the most challenging areas of medical need. Learn more about one of the world's leading biotechnology companies at Genzyme.com. Genzyme Corporation is proud to support this important programming for ReachMD listeners. Genzyme Corporation does not control the editorial content of this broadcast. The views expressed are solely those of the guests who are selected by ReachMD. To download this program or any program in the Focus on Children's Health series, please visit us at ReachMD.com. How can mucopolysaccharidosis 1 or MPS 1 present? Listen as Dr. Chet Whitley, Director, Advanced Therapies, Department of Pediatrics and Institute of Human Genetics, University of Minnesota, describes a case of MPS-1. Allison was referred to the University of Minnesota Genetics Clinic when there were concerns raised about her skeletal changes, her physical appearance that suggested mucopolysaccharidosis. Allison had subtle facial changes which have been historically called coarsening or puffiness of the facial features. There was some significant curvature of the back or kyphosis or gibbous deformity of the back. There was also a very, very subtle corneal clouding, a level of corneal clouding that would probably escape a routine diagnosis but could be identifiable with a slit lamp microscope by a, a trained ophthalmologist. This led to further evaluations for carpal tunnel syndrome which is typically asymptomatic in a child but are detectable by an EMG. To determine if Allison had a mucopolysaccharidosis, we ordinarily want to take a urine test to measure glycosaminoglycans, or GAGs, in the urine. When the GAGs are found to be elevated, that essentially is confirmation of an MPS or mucopolysaccharidosis condition. Hers were elevated, and that indicated that we should be doing additional confirmatory testing, and testing that would determine which of the different MPS types she actually was affected by. When we found the urine GAGs were elevated, we went on with enzyme testing from a blood sample. We determined that she was deficient of the enzyme alpha-L-Igeronides. That defined her condition as mucopolysaccharidosis type 1. You've been listening to the case of Allison, who was diagnosed with MPS-1 by Dr. Chet Whitley, Advanced Therapies Department of Pediatrics and Institute of Human Genetics, University of Minnesota. To learn more about Allison's case and MPS-1 in general, please visit www.mps1diagnosis.com.